showdown in the Port Charles Square. Welcome to Take Two Radio. We are pleased to bring you interviews with people in the entertainment and music industry, discussions and recaps of the four remaining daytime soaps, that's The Bold and the Beautiful, The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, and Days of Our Lives, as well as various other shows. For upcoming and previous shows, check Take2Radio.com, that's with the number two, and you can find us on Blog Talk Radio, iHeartRadio, iTunes, and other streaming apps. Follow us on social media at Take Two Radio, and thanks for listening. Good evening, good evening, good evening. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. This is David for Take Two Radio Soaps and Review, and with me I have my team, minus Casey. (laughs) Hi, team. Okay. Good evening. You know, there's something I've always wanted to say about our new intro. Pam should either be a Siri voice or, like, an escort. Like, when you call for an escort, the lady that, (laughs) you know, does the, good evening, are you looking for Vixen or Cherry? Or do you want Mistress Mona? No, she should just be movie phone. She just should do movie phone. Phone. She should do movie phone. Movie phone. Tonight we have two special guests joining us from no way. The, from Bold and the Beautiful. They are on with us now. I'm going to try and bring them on. We got Lawrence St. Victor and Carla Mosley. Hold on just a second. Well, good thing I got my fan. Yeah, it's a good thing. Lawrence, Carla. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hey. Hi. Good evening. Good afternoon. Good how are how are you two? Great, <laughs> Great. Holiday Great season. Holiday. Yeah. Eating some good food. You know, what what can we complain about? <laughs> There's nothing to complain. Well, first of all, Candace reminded me, thank you. We wanna congratulate both of you on your for on your new additions to your family. Oh, thank, thank you, you so yeah, much. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, we are, they've yet to have a play date, but um, we've had they Skype have, sessions, yeah, many met. Skype sessions with them. Many <laughs> mm-hmm. Skype FaceTime writing sessions with both babies and so. Yeah. And second, we are here to talk about your new your newest project, well, mm-hmm. uh, well, not so new. It's it's been around, but it's come, it's came back. Yeah, the two point oh. Yeah. To two point oh, and we're new here and to talk about. And we're here to talk about wedlocked, and welcome aboard. The reboot. And the reboot. <laughs> yeah. And we're so excited. So um, we have some questions for you, and okay, I'd like to start off. Okay, let me see if I can find them for you. Oh, my first one is to both of you, 
what influenced the both of you to become actors? Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) Carl, you can go first. Sure. Um, You know, it's funny. I'm sitting in New York right now in the city and um, at my friend's place that looks over Lincoln Center, and it's such a treat um, because we didn't really have a big reason to come down to the city today, but I just love being here because it reminds me of why I started doing this whole crazy thing. Um, You know, I was lucky enough to grow up near New York and there's so much Broadway and dance and music. And my mother is a huge fan of those things and really um, exposed us to that at a, at a young age. And my first, the first musical that I saw was called Starlight Express. And it oh was God. about, yeah, these old <laughs> trains. In, and it was Andrew Lloyd Webber musical. And it was like everyone was on roller skates. And, and my mom um, knew the main actor. And so we got to go backstage and see, you know, and hang out and have, you know, a soda with them after the show. And I just thought, oh, my God, I can sing and be on roller skates and drink soda and mm-hmm. stay up late and this is can be a job like that's what I want to do for the rest of my life <laughs> so that's how it started for me and uh and and I just kind of kept following that I went to NYU and um and then was blessed enough to kind of roll into doing professional work pretty early on mm-hmm. yeah that was, those were my beginnings <laughs> um for me, I, I'm from New York as well. Um, I wasn't too exposed to, like, Broadway and the theater too much growing up, but I watched so much television and movies, and it became a point where even the way I played with my toys was, like, scenes and scenarios. Mm-hmm. And my mother, when I was, like, 12, got me, just randomly gave me a book called like how to be a young actor in Hollywood and it was like the first book I ever read cover to cover it's random so I feel like it was it was one of those things that kept tapping me on the shoulder throughout my life even though I wasn't completely aware of it um with my dad and his video camera I would get my cousins and my sister and we would make movies and you know psychopath and just write scenarios and do them to me I just thought this is what kids did I didn't think it was a calling yet then about high school, I was going into a junior college, and they had a performing arts department. And I was like, you know, I just want to give it a shot and fell in love with it. Did every play I could, took every class I could. And I auditioned and got into SUNY Purchase, where I, I really upped my level of training. And like Carla, I was just blessed to start working professionally not too soon after graduation. So that's kind of how I got into it, it kind of just tapping me on the shoulder throughout my life. And I finally realized that I, about 18. Hindsight is 2020. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's so true. That's what always makes me, you know, it, in moments when this business gets a little like, what the heck is going to happen next? I have no idea. I, I just remind myself of that, that, you know, if I had at the beginning of my life been asked how everything was going to fit together, I could have never written this story. So Absolutely. I just try to remember that as I look forward, you know. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, Second, in your earlier work on Wedlock, this series, Mm -hmm. you featured Kim Brockington. 
from mm-hmm. Guiding Light, who, pay, who played your mother, Lawrence, if I'm correct. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Is there, um, will there be any other Guiding Light in the newest productions? Wow. Well, in this, yeah, in this first six, um, we have some Bold and the Beautiful family cameos, for sure. Um, and But, you know, we always talk about bringing Kim's character back. We just adore her. <laughs> so yeah. if there's ever a possibility for that, that is certainly on our radar. And, and we're still in touch with a lot of the GL people. So, And, you know, we're just also really lucky to have access to these incredible actors. And I think one thing that we love to do is to put them in situations that you, where we haven't seen them, you know. So, for instance, Rome Flynn in this incarnation, he's always cast as a pretty boy. He's always sort of debonair and doing uh-huh. his Rome thing. But we we put him into this, like, really quirky character where he plays this kind hey. of creepy, like, sex shop fairy. Um, it was and, crazy. It's totally crazy. <laughs> but he just it was a crazy character. With it. Yeah. But he, he brought it so much to it. Yeah. Like, we wrote, we, you know, I think what we wrote on the page was funny, but what he came in with, it was almost like he was relieved and excited to just play and be something completely different. Mm-hmm. And he killed it. Um, but, yeah, we and do same more. With Kim. And Yeah, same with Kim and Ivana and the, uh, the mm-hmm. uh, old incarnation. So, yeah, we make more. I mean, they're our family. We'd love to have them back in some way. And they probably love to come back because you give them the opportunity to add to their reels something different. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in your introductions on Wedlock, you cover areas that happen after the honeymoon, which I remember you said. So can you tease us a little on what topics your new productions will cover, mm. if any? Yeah, Um we say it's a reboot because this new version doesn't really pick up from where the last one, I mean, this new version does pick up from where the last one left off. So this one isn't like you're catching up with Robert and Denise 10 years later. They're still pretty much right after their honeymoon. Uh, it's a reboot. So some of the dynamics of the characters changed, but we we're handling topics like, do you still stay friends with your, is that still okay to do? Mm-hmm. Or uh, we deal with money. Um, what else? What else do we cover, Carla? We cover um... one of the tougher episodes to write was about. Um, it's called "She's an Abuser," and it's about you know trying to keep it funny, but also find the heart in female rage. You know that she actually is one someone who is aggressive toward him. Mm. You know, which is something that does happen in relationships and how do we deal with that you know it's easy to laugh about it and to make jokes but it it is like a real thing so you know that was something that we wanted to deal with um and then and then lighter stuff like how many pillows is okay to put on a bed <laughs> yeah that's a real thing though it's a real thing so we really had fun finding these truthful 
parts of either our lives or friends' lives or, you know, even through talking to the fans, you know, some of the things that they would talk about and then taking it to 110 or 150, you know, taking the, like, the truth of something and then really blowing it out so that we could laugh at it um, but also see see the humor in it but also see the kind of the reality. Yeah, and the, the episode that Rome is in, you know, that's titled Sex Shop. And it's like, what is it like for a couple's first time going into a sex shop together who have different experiences and different mm-hmm. expectations? And, mm-hmm. but at the, end of the day, they, and at the end of the day, they're still trying to, to please each other and the best for each mm-hmm. other. So we thought that was an interesting examination of, you know, relationship and, and sex and, and the awkwardness of having someone else there, like the, the character that Rome plays of, kind of just being there looking on while you're trying to have these intimate moments. So Right, the, pu- the, the come... public side of yeah. trying to keep things spicy. How much do you mm-hmm. allow others' opinions into your <laughs> bedroom? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's a spectrum on it's a spectrum thing too. <laughs> the, oh, totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Totally. And it can change and over time. Why don't you and take I think... the next mm-hmm. one? Yeah. 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 I'm also in New York, by the way. And oh, yeah. before I ask my question, I just want to say my people, and I'm my flame burns bright, so to speak, yeah. love the both of you. Um, Victor, for a very different reason. But Carla, uh, you know, you put every, and I'm sure you've been praised a thousand times, but mm. you put everything into this storyline. And you are very up there with my people. Thank you. And my question that means you guys. a lot, a lot, a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, what you, the offensivity meant a lot, a lot to us. And we know it was the writers. We know it was, but we also know you did your homework. And, um, you know, we don't have a lot of, a lot of positive representation. We have a lot more now, but we still don't have mm-hmm. the representation we'd like to have. And yep. having, you know, and then just being able to look at Victor is, you know, wonderful. Um, but my, <laughs> my question to you guys for both is for both of you, and it'd probably be an easy one to answer. Fans always wonder, you know, when you jump into a new project or you jump back into, like, Wedlock, Wedlock would probably would be different because you played those characters before. But when you go into a new project, do you ever find yourself stepping back and saying, oh, wow, like, the last five minutes of what I just did was Carl, uh, was, um, you know, Maya, um, mm-hmm. we, uh, you know, I need to relook at my approach for this character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I think what, and again, kind of going back to this thing of it being a reboot and something that we've been talking about and exploring for ourselves um, is the fact that when we first created these characters, we were in our twenties and now we're in our thirties. And, and, and like Lawrence said, it's not, Denise and Robert fast forward 10 years it's like these now are people who in their 30s decided to get married and that's a very different kind of energy from two people who decide to get married in their 20s because by the time you're in your 30s you really settled into a lot of who you are independently and so the coming together and building a life together looks very different and so it it was interesting to explore the characters from that angle, um, you know, as two fully formed people and, and taking in where we are now. And so it was like, in some ways, it was kind of like stepping back into old, comfortable shoes. 
But in in other ways, we really had to reexamine what their dynamic is, who these people are, you know. Yeah, and in playing it, for me, it was whatever worked as Robert and is useful, you know, I keep. But I have to allow for whatever new comes in to come in. And if it means dropping something away, it has to drop away. But whatever is useful will absolutely be used. But you almost have to start with a clean slate. And if, you know, if Carter or Remy or Maya or Denise pokes in and is useful, then it'll be, you know, it'll be used. Awesome. I actually like that. Thank you. Hmm. Candy Apple? Okay, it's my turn. Hey, Carla. Hey, Lawrence. Hey, what's up? Hey, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a family reunion on here. Okay. There you go. So my <laughs> my question is, how does your significant others feel about the show? I'm sorry, how do others feel about the show, did she say? Yeah, your significant others. Oh. <laughs> uh, it's your booze. <laughs> Sounds like a question. Good question. Um well, Shay, I mean, she was a producer on the original one, and she bought me the pink boxer shorts that I slide in on. So she's already, like, a game for whatever. Um, and pretty open, and I think she, she understood that if we're going into wedlock, there's things about our experience that is going to be used. I'll never say which one is us, <laughs> but it's going to be used. So... And she also worked on the show as our um, our music uh, supervisor, our music coordinator, music director, one of those mm-hmm. ones. Um, so she was very close to it. And I think for her, it was just the authenticity of the storytelling was awesome. And she was very proud that Carla and I were able to authentically tell these stories, but in a fresh way that's authentic to us now not trying to recreate what we did nine, ten years ago. So she she actually loved it. She's a fan. Yeah, John is I mean we I don't think that we could do this show if if our significant others were not totally on board and supportive, you know, without <laughs> you know, sacrificing something. <laughs> you know, so I think that um you know, John's like, sell the show. It looks great. How can we <laughs> What do we need to do? <laughs> he has a producer's mind about it. So he's like, what's, what's next, you know? Um, and also, but, the, but he is kind of newer to having our experiencing me as a writer on something, you know, and having parts, piece of, pieces of our relationship out there. So sometimes he'll say, did that come from us? Or, you know, I know that book or, you know, things like that. Or like, is that how you feel? And, you know, and so it's definitely like some interesting conversations. Um, and funny enough, funnily enough, I think it's helped both Lawrence and I to see other perspectives in some circumstances. Mm-hmm. Like when we're talking about mm-hmm. when we're going through the episodes, because Lawrence's um, point of view is in some ways much closer to John's. And, you know, sometimes it's easier to hear something from someone else. So he'd be like, this is the way I feel. And I'd be like, oh, okay. All right. I understand. And vice, vice versa. <laughs> pillows on the bed. Exactly. And I, I mean, in that episode, Pillows, that we wrote, 
it basically is a metaphor for can you make someone happy even if you don't understand why? Or if it doesn't make sense to you, can you mm-hmm. still do it? And literally when Carl and I were writing it, I was like, oh, wow, you mean just do it because it makes you happy even if it doesn't make sense to me? Carla's like, yeah. I'm like, yes. yo, you just changed my whole marriage right now. <laughs> my whole perspective. My whole perspective. Like laundry. Like yeah. laundry. Yo. Yeah. Exactly. Wow. Little things. Yeah. It is. Okay. So, Carla, I do have. This isn't a question on my list, but I need to know if you told your mom about the interview. Wow. If I what? Did oh, you tell your mom, told your mom about, about the interview? About... No. Okay. Yeah, no, but I'll tell you about it afterwards because we're going back to her house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. Okay, I you're mean, I'm the worst. <laughs> I really am. She. This is my whole life. I've been. I will be like, oh, you know, I'm. I have to get off the phone, mom. I'm in a hurry. And she's like, where are you going? I'm like, oh, I have a show tonight. I'm going to see her. And she's like, but if you told me, I would have come. You know. So this is a running theme. You are not alone, Candace, in your in your feelings about how I should inform my mother of things that are going on in my life. <laughs> it's, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. All right. So the question that I have is now that you guys are parents. I want to know, as well as the fans, if and when the next chapter of Wedlock happens, will Robert and Denise try for a child? Mm. Oh, wow. good question. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I mean, we've certainly talked about it. I think it probably wouldn't happen. There's so much more to explore uh, just with them as a couple. Um, mm-hmm. But certainly down the line, it is something to be explored, you know, and hopefully we get that far that we will get into the point where we've, we feel like we've exhausted enough of just seeing them as newlyweds to then bring in a child. Yeah. Yeah. It's important for us to continue to navigate the minutia of two independent, probably strangers six months ago, a year ago, now cohabitating. There's just so much to mind there. And, uh, you know, I think you know. I think kids will come up down the line, like Carla said, but like she just said, that it, there's there's so much more here. And being married and being in relationships, we're we're discovering there's just more every single day. You know. Okay. You could always preview then, with a babysitting episode. Yeah. <laughs> and if you and if you need an extra. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So underneath it all, what life deals with the growing and learning of a couple in love. What is the biggest lesson you have learned about relationships that you can pass on to others? Hmm. <laughs> I mean, I think ultimately um, what we go back to and really what the theme of the show is, is that it all comes back to love. It comes back to a commitment to be on the same team, no matter what. Yeah. And, you know, people Mm. are going to make mistakes. People are going to change and grow, and you're going to have to refine each other and all of that. But if you go back to that original commitment of coming from love, coming from kindness and compassion as much as possible, and that commitment, then, you know, that's, then you got a real, you got a real good chance. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Like you know, there'll be times where communication is down, 
mm-hmm. for whatever reason, you're just not able to communicate. There's times where you just don't like the person. You know, mm-hmm. there's all those seasons. But like Carla said, if the commitment is there, like I'm committed to you regardless of what the weather is today, mm-hmm. then then you got a fighting mm-hmm. chance. And I say fighting because it's, it's right. work. <laughs> Sometimes it be it's like work. that. <laughs> Real talk. That's interesting. And you guys know I'm proud of you. So I just wanted to let, say that. I am very proud oh. of you. You know, 10, 10 years ago, I mean, that's crazy. 10 years ago, Gown Light, you know, was over with. But to see you guys continue to grow, not as yeah. actors, but as producers and writers and now parents, mm. I'm just proud of you. So. Oh, thank you, sis. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Truly, thank, thank, you. Thank, thank you. Thank you. That means a lot. We all are. You guys oh. are inspiration. Thank oh, you. thanks, man. Thank you. You're welcome. When Carolyn? Hi, Lauren. Hi, Did Carolyn. Did you have another one? Oh. Oh. Well, I think Caroline's one. Hello, hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. Well, it's, uh, this is a great interview, and I was going to ask a question um, of each of you, but you work so well as a team. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask my questions, and I'm gonna have you both answer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Um, do you find it difficult to come up with new material after almost ten years? Um, <laughs> and where do you get your ideas from? Is it family, friends, or is it personal experiences? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah. Well, the above. I think I do. You know, I think um, this time around, actually, Lawrence is one of Lawrence's reps, you know, agents or manager, I can't remember which, but he gave us the charge to really dig a little deeper with the material and get real with each other. Um, And that was, it was tough because we're both very kind of polite people by nature and um, kind of optimistic people. and, And so it was, it was a challenge to get uncomfortable with each other, but that's when we knew we were onto something good. And so yeah. we just, you know, every time and, and, but now because we're in that mode, I'll, we'll come to each other and say like, Oh my gosh, the next, next season I have a great instance or like, we have to put this into an episode <laughs> oh. or we, you know, it's, it's endless. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my manager, he watched the original Wedlock and loved it. But his note to me was, and there was an episode in the original Wedlock where Robert drinks oranges out of the container and then he starts to gross and he doesn't get why. And he still continues to do it. And my manager said to me, it's never about the orange juice. And I was like, oh. Because at that time, we're in our 20s. You know, I've been married for barely a second and you know, that's just what was coming out of us. But now it's like, yo, you're right. It's not about the orange juice. It's about appreciation. It's about respect. It's about do you listen to me? It's about why, why isn't what I think? Why doesn't that matter? So he was like, you guys got to go further. And then it was like, ugh. <laughs> like Carla said, now it's like we can't wait to dig deep. Now we can't wait to like let's you know. But at first it was like, so how far do you want to go? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know. 
Yeah. Interesting. Um, my next question is, um, are you considering the influences that social media has on couples um, in relationships today? Is that, that hmm. it wasn't as popular 10 years, nine, 10 years ago as it is today. Yeah, well, the past lovers episode, the whole conflict begins with them looking on social media. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, and I think that is a really big one, you know, and just, the, it's funny even talking to, it's even a little bit more generational because I've been talking to like my younger cousin who's 23 and some other young people, people who are younger than I am about dating and relationships. And like, there's this whole other world now with like, what do you say in DMs? What do you not say? If, and then this thing of like, I saw that this person read it, but they didn't respond. So then what does that mean? Or like they posted this thing and was it, was it about me? And it was sort of pointed because I've seen them do this before. It's like, it's just, it, there is this whole other world of social media that was not as prevalent before. So we have to talk about it. Yeah. Well, the, issue, the issue came up last night uh, with my family and my nephew didn't know what ghosting meant. <laughs> oh. 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 Yeah. Boy, for about 45 minutes and he couldn't believe it. Well, he's, he's younger and he says, oh, that's what's going on. I said, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, so, it is. Yeah, hold on a minute. Whole different it's, world. It's the young yeah. And it's also how it, like, influences our expectations even though we're not aware of it, but the fact that we're constantly watching oh, yeah. people's families and marriage. But it's social media. Mm-hmm. You only see the best part of people's families and marriages. Mm-hmm. Right? You never see right. that. So you've seen the best Christmases ever. You didn't see the fact that someone's aunt got drunk and got crazy. Yep. That didn't make it to Instagram. Yeah, so right. you're, <laughs> you're our mom and the in front of the tree. Yeah. Right. So our yeah. expectations of what a relationship is, it's all influenced by social media now. So I think even in the episodes that aren't directly about like what we saw on social media, it's still carved out of our expectation of what what you should be or what I I should be or what success means. Um, so I, I don't think we can get around it. Well, I find the emotional aspect of uh, the social media and the communication, it's... Um, it's so muddled today. It's it's really hard, especially for young people, and addressing addressing yeah, the is. issues. Yeah. Older people are tougher. <laughs> David, can I jump yeah. in with one more? Go ahead. Um, the, the fans love you guys as a friendship. Um, yeah. I know I do, and no candy does. Um, mm-hmm. what what's What's the best thing about each other and about having the friendship with each other? The fans would love to know that. You guys, you know, it's like 15, 20, you know, it's, it's a long space, and yeah. we'd love to know. Aw. That's a great question. Um, I mean, I think Lawrence is such, as we all know, just such a big heart, and he's so... Mm-hmm. Like, he's a very safe space, you know, and I, I think from the beginning, like I always say, we were on set together. It's really the first time we met, and I instantly knew that he was someone that I could just be myself around, and there's, that's, that's priceless, and it's priceless as friends, and it's certainly priceless in 
creating together, you know. Um, and I think we have very similar values. Um, and so it makes it easy to, to communicate even through, you know, any kind of, if we if we have different opinions about something or, you know, we both know that there's like a baseline of respect. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah Carla's Very a ray of sunshine, man. <laughs> She's a ray of sunshine. When she walks into a room, there's just light. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing watching, being in a makeup room before she walks in and then having her walk in and just how the atmosphere just, changes it just gets feels better lighter it's, it's i mean and, and no joke she's a ray of sunshine and so authentic and, and pure you know and, and like she said if we ever have a difference of opinions you feel safe because you just know her heart and her light is just always in the positive like I mean, Carla like, kind of makes me want to be a better person. Like, this, I mean, the charity, the people she takes care of, and the support. I'm like, dang, Carla, you just relax, okay? And the rest of us humans. <laughs> but, no, she's awesome. She's awesome. She's sunshine. I have to add to that because last year when. When she sang for the Emmys, Carla, you just walk mm-hmm. on stage, you light up the entire <laughs> yeah. screen. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Thank you. You guys. show I'm right like, out. Seriously, blushing. I'm a very shy person. <laughs> Next question, please. No, thank you. I really, really appreciate it. We we love both of you, and we're we're so we're so honored to have both of you on, and. Before we let you go, um, would you like to tell the listeners um, where we can find you, where we can find Wedlocked on the Internet? Yeah, they don't where, uh, Wedlocked, Wedlocked is on Vimeo On Demand. So you go on Vimeo On Demand, you type in Wedlocked, we pop right up. It's also uh, in our Instagram and uh, Twitter profiles, our bios. Mm-hmm. The link is right there. So, yeah, we're on Vimeo On Demand, Wedlocked. Wow. Yeah, thank, thank you, you all for having us media. on. Thank you guys so much. Yeah. Anytime. Anytime. All right. Take care. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. Happy New Happy, Year. Happy New Year. Year. Happy New Year to you both. Happy Here's the five more seasons of Wedlock. Yeah. yeah. Let's get it. All of that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you. Dr. Gasly. Thanks, guys. Great interview. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye, guys. Well, that was something special. Um, yeah, they are. That was really nice. Yeah. I mean, for it to be on our year in review show, also. Yeah. Yeah. They're so so humble. That I mean, yeah. if you can tell by that, they're very humble, down to earth, talented, and you know, just they have both of them have big hearts, and it's no ego, you know, personal experience, no ego. So, and they have a huge personal following, which that doesn't yeah, really do. happen yeah. often. Um, and that's mm-hmm. 
it does a testament to something happens between them. That, like he said about her light, I think that there's a light with both of them when they're together. It is. Um, I it felt, is. I felt hugs when they were speaking about mm-hmm. each other. It, in all the different questions, not only my question, I felt, I felt the hug. I felt the softness, like the brother and sister, mm-hmm. like oh, I would punch the elbow and then lean my head into the shoulder, kind of thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's just amazing how they literally, like, from day one of Gone Light to, you know, Bold and Beautiful to Room 8 to Wedlock to, you know, all these things. And now, like I said, it's crazy because for most of us fans, we've been on a journey with them, you know, both creatively and personally. Now they're parents. I'm like, ah! Yeah. Oh, they're just so warm. Yeah. I got to go back and find out what these pink boxes are, by the way. Just... <laughs> oh, my gosh. I will, okay. You got you definitely got to check out the host because also on, on Vimo is the new season of Wedlock, like they said. And also it's the old episodes. For those who remember, it started out on YouTube in 2009. So on, with the bonus yep. features on Venmo, it's them giving commentary of the old episodes. And oh. I had seen a few back then, but I don't remember. Mm-hmm. I, re- I remember it was fun. It was a lot of fun. That's, but yeah. I don't remember any, you know, it wasn't, it didn't hit me like Sex in the City um, kind of right. thing. And I got to go back. I definitely got to go back, especially pink boxes. I have to know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Candace. And he's, my, right? and he's my brother. Yeah. So I got to like, you know, it's just, and, and it's just, it was, it's just the evolution of what they have accomplished is, and I'm not just saying it because, you know, we're doing, you know, I'm just saying it as a fan who, you know, respects this genre and respects the craft. To see the evolution of it, it's amazing. Well, I'm going to say it then. You know, typically the soaps give us a certain representation. They have mm-hmm. definitely, they have definitely kicked at that ceiling and said, no, no, there's more. There's a lot more. Yep. You know, we're not we're not good times in the Jeffersons. Um, nope. And we're not, you know, yeah. Well, I think it is time for us to roll into our beer interview. Out the barrel. Okay. Let me pray. Let me pray. Okay. Please, please hope Jesus. Please understand we're just fans. <laughs> we do not mean no harm. We come in peace. May the fourth be we- with us. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> are we do, are we still doing the good, the bad, and the ugly? <laughs> yeah, we are. Okay. 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 You want to queue up doing? by? Yeah, we're all <laughs> doing it. Oh. <laughs> well, David, you want to start David off face? with each? Yeah, door, David goes first. What the best? Well, do you want to do a buy soap, or you wanted the best of each soap, or the worst of each soap, or? Well, let's do let's do our primary first. You know, the best soap, the worst soap, and then we'll go into the soap with the best storylines and stuff. 
Does right. that sound kosher, guys? That sounds mm-hmm. kosher. Yeah. And the yeah. most imp- the most improved. Most yeah, improved. Yeah. 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 Okay. David, right, you are I'll our captain, off. so you start. Yeah. yeah. I'm. Ahead, all right. Um. Soap of the year has to be Days of Our Lives for me. Because Ron was consistent. And, uh, yeah, just that he was consistent. He kept up, and there was no, he didn't fake us out. Well, he made us laugh. He made us cry. He did everything. He punched every button that I can think of. Um, He brought back, he reminded me that there were favorites that I missed. And, um... He brought back the and he just did he just did it again like he did last year. Found clever yeah. ways to bring people back. <laughs> yeah. Mhm. And your worst? Oh God. Well, it has to be. I don't like to say it out loud, but <laughs> it's it has to be the very first soap. I ever watched, and Candace knows the one I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, not that it's the worst. Uh, I think I was disappointed more from younger. Yeah, wrestlers. I think we can respectfully say I can't that say we're word. not smashing anything. I can't use that yeah. word. Okay. Mm-hmm. Only because I think I think Mal. And I don't want to come out. I think there were too many chances taken away. Um, missed opportunities that there could have been that they didn't go with. I can't pinpoint any directly. Well, yeah, I can. Um, you, when you lose some of the cast for, oh, eons, that... Uh, Yeah. Um, right. The thing is, with me, with me, I like salt and pepper mixed, but sometimes there was a little too much salt and not enough pepper. <laughs> enough pepper. Yeah. And how about your most improved? Well, you know, it's a tie. Mine too. Go ahead. B and B and G H tie for most. Because they're coming along. GH is coming around that corner. They listened to the fans. They brought Laura back. And she's got her hand in every pot, basically, which is what the fans wanted. I know I wanted it. And I know I can't speak for others. Um, B&B, I think they're shaping up a little bit. Um, I like... I like that Hunter's back, and it looks like she's on canvas instead of recurring. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing I, the only thing I don't like is the role reversal because okay. it's not the tailor I knew. But there may be something behind that. Let's hope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's something interesting. 
something real, you yep, know? That's where yeah. I am. Yep. yep. All right, Candace, how about you? Oh, why me? Okay, um, I agree, Days of Our Lives by Soap. Um, there's, I mean, obviously everybody has, you know, in the soap world has said it. For me personally, it's the rebuilding of a story structure, a.k.a. a umbrella storyline. Um, yes. Each story, you know, started and then it just trickled down into other characters, such as the Jalena wedding. You know, it went from that event to the return of Sammy to Kristen Demira to the EJ thing to the fight and everything. And it's still continuing on. So the story, rebuilding story structure, structure on a soap definitely was a key factor this year. Um, we're seeing future couple, future, a future soap couple in the making with Ben and Sierra. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's not a rush, rush, have sex type of relationship. We're seeing the friendship, and then we're seeing them coupling. You know, they're, they're having moments, and, of course, the angst, is still part of it. So to see kind of, a, you know, because Days of Our Lives is known for that. So to see a future soap couple in the making is is interesting. Um, the yeah. family strength. I yeah. like the family unity. You know, they're all crazy, but we are mm. seeing the mirrors. We're seeing the Bradys and the Hortons, and we're seeing other, you know, families, you know, intertwine with each other, having issues. So I like that. And the final reason that I said Days of Our Lives for Best Soap is because they introduced one of the best damn characters of the year, Leo. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 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 He gives me life. I love Greg Rickard. I've always had one from Young and the Russell growing up. But this character of Leo is, he is a prima donna. He is... That he's that character that in 2019 I'm going to be looking at even more. I want him to. I saw it today to, for him to mix it up with other people outside yes. of this, you know, Sunny and Well. I want to see more of that, um, and I want to see, you know, who his his partner in crime going to be because I see him working with somebody like, you know, kind of a, you know, like a. Um, oh shoot. What was her name? Oh, crap. I can't even think of it right now. Katie and Henry on As the World Turns type of thing. So right. I want to have a friendship with somebody, yes. you know, with that. So, so yeah, Days of Our Lives, you, you get thumbs up. I'm very proud of you, too, because you, you came up with some uh, a winning combination. You have Shari Anderson, Ryan Quad, and you got Ron Carvati, the past, present, and future. So way to go, Days. Um, and and okay. your worst? So here's the thing. I don't have – I'm not going to say worse. I'm just going to say WTF. <laughs> okay. I like that. There was moments, I like that. Yeah, because there was moments with these – it's a tie, shocking, where I'm like, WTF, like, really? The first one, if anybody knows me, knows I have a relationship issue with it, is General Hospital. Here's the thing. Other than Jeannie Francis coming back, which she shouldn't have left in the first place, but I'm going to let that slide. You had stories without a middle and an end that is still mm. continuing a year later. This mm. whole Jason, Drew, Sam storyline, I'm sorry. You, if you're the executive producer and you took this story out saying that this is going to be your big story for nine months and it's going to be your umbrella storyline, you need to play the beats. I don't give up about 
who doesn't want to do it, who, you know, I don't know. You tell the story. You did do a good job of telling it. I like yeah. the fact that, um, you know, you had the Mike Alzheimer's storyline in a time with Mike and Stella. Then all of a sudden you kind of do something completely different and kind of makes me go, what? Like, what happened? Like, did I miss something? Yeah, it's still, the subject is still at the top, but it's something has happened for me to kind of be like, WTF, I don't get it. Too many new damn characters this year. And your needs, like, and most needs improvement, or um, well, the other, well, the other WTF um show was Young and Restless. I know, mm-hmm. right? Shocking. Um, <laughs> other than what you guys said about the casting, the cast changes, and this is coming from me, there was a lack of emotional involvement. The whole, mm. there was only two stories that that started out as emotional, but somehow it got derailed. That was the um, domestic violence storyline and even a little bit of the Hillary death, the aftermath of it. Mm-hmm. Um, Young mm-hmm. Justice needs to do a little bit better with the emotional connection. Like, I still feel for these characters, but not as much. And they really need to – they need to – I guess, and I'm starting to see it now, they need to kind of just shorten the arcs a little bit. Because it shouldn't be this long. Yeah. So, (laughs) and the most improved is Bold and Beautiful. Because, Bold, you listen, we didn't want Steffi Hope and Liam every single day. There's other people on the show. And Mm -hmm. you brought back Taylor. Mm -hmm. Giving us some, some outside characters that we're, like, kind of starting to get invested in. Zoe. Uh Uh-huh. Out of, out of Emma and Xander, Zoe was the character that, you know, I was like, yes, like, give me some more of her. So, you know, 2019, and I'm starting to see it, is that they're getting back to basics. They're getting back to 1987, 1988, 1988 kind of vibe where they just showed more than just four characters. They, you know, showed everybody. So that's it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Carolyn, are you ready to go? I'm here. Yeah. (laughs) And um, I'd like to uh, ask everybody how you would like things to change on the soaps for 2019. All right, that's that's interesting, but before we we do that, I'm going to give mine real quick. My picks are the exact same as David's. But I have a couple of things to say. General Hospital, you, you are my, my – I met you when I was three years old. I have wanted to marry you. I have wanted you to rescue me. I have wanted to beat you over the head with a club. And this year, I've wanted nothing but to rescue you. I, you gave me moments. Some, um, I mean, <laughs> the, the, the death <laughs> – where she opened that body bag, there is not a moment in the last five years that it oh, hit me. No. As you no. know, they definitely yeah, given was, us moments. Um, was I love, yeah, I love that they still, you know, when they lost Tony Geary, they lost a huge, 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 and then of course with Jane Elliott, they lost a huge backhand humor piece. Um, yeah. And 
you know, I, you all know I'm not the biggest fan of Michael Easton. I, I mean, you know, he, I wouldn't kick him out of my bed for any reason, but General Hospital never knew what to do with him. Um, and now, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a much bigger fan. So they've definitely given us good. However, uh, here's the thing. <laughs> you can't recreate the epic 80s storylines that you once did. Thank you. Okay? And don't try to fake us out. That you're going to give us that. Because, you know, Gaze, my, my pick for the top, is giving us an 80s epic love story. Because we're not going to see Ben and Ciara married anytime in 2019 unless they totally blow our minds in a separate way. They're going to go through it. They're going to give them every beat to play. You can feel it in, in what they're doing. General Hospital, take note. You can't do those epic storylines anymore. You don't do them. So don't pretend and don't lie to us that, you're, that you are doing them. And if you feel that the story is just that bad, then exit out as quickly as possible. Don't mm-hmm. throw all these rejoinders in and pretend like it was always something else. Play the story. Because we don't get to, we get, you know, we drive drunk, we get arrested, whatever. We don't get to play a card that suddenly it's a completely different storyline. You know, we suspend our disbelief for a lot. You have brought back just about every character that's died at some point. And at that point, I'm going to leave it at that. As far as my most improved, I'm, I'm also keeping it as a tie. Because I do think compared to last year, General Hospital has definitely come forward. Now, the bold and the beautiful is my surprise in in all of this. Because six months ago, I was done. D-O-N-E, put a fork in it. In fact, take the ham and throw it in the garbage because <laughs> it's too burnt. Nobody even goes, hey, the dogs don't want none of it. Um <laughs> But they put a foot through Stephanie's portrait, and that's sacrilege, absolutely. But they needed a sacrilege moment because when Sheila blew back into town, it wasn't no hurricane. It wasn't a rainstorm. I think it was somebody's garden hose that, that they, everybody else thought it was a storm. Um, you know, they, they brought, they've really brought, they never, ever, soap fans out there understand this. They're never going to get rid of the triangles. There's always going to be two of them rolling around up in the L.A. that yep. only has 37 people. Um, <laughs> that's my, that's 35. my thing. And they listened. Like, like my baby Candy Apple over there just said, they listened. They've given us glimpses of more. Um, and so my hat's off to you, Bold and the Beautiful. And so now can, um, Carolyn uh, addressed a very interesting question. And Candace, I know you wanted to go first, so roll <laughs> on ahead. out, Candy girl. <laughs> okay, so the question, and the reason okay. I posted the question is because you guys come up with the best storylines. <laughs> you should be well, writers it, for the soap. <laughs> well, but, well, thank you, thank you. Here's, here's, the, here's the thing: what they need to do is something that. You know, and I, I know a lot of fans of Young and the Rustlers are glad that this person is gone with Mal Young. I can't fault him for bringing something new, and that's the thing with this no. genre. You know, his, 
here's the thing. This genre has been around since the early 30s, okay, if we're really going to mm-hmm. go there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and the fact is, is that this genre had to evolve. You know, no longer are the days that the women are staying home and saying, oh, honey, do you want me to cook you some chicken pot pie? Or the husband's yeah. coming in saying, well, honey, I just made $10, you know. It's changed. This world has changed. And these folks have to keep up. I give credit to Bold and the Beautiful, whether even though that they are, you know, rolling in the hay, you have a female CEO, you have the women who are kind of taking control of their lives, even, you know, give or take, you know. They had a transgender storyline. They had, you know, um, right and now. Please a, don't, um, please don't oh, forget the pizza boy and the single mom. Right. That whole yeah, play true. a couple of weeks was so cute and sweet. <laughs> it, and, yeah. it, and, and that's true. You have to have a couple. It doesn't have to always be a romance. You know, there's people out here who are just dating or just having a good time. General Hospital, I give credit because they're doing a bullying storyline that doesn't involve high school kids, Okay. Yeah, certain things on these shows, you know, on Young and the Rossless, even though they started out with a domestic violence storyline, you know, like, just separate that. The, the truth is, is that you never know who could be an abuser out there. It could be good, sweet, nice, kind. They could be your friendly neighbor, Spider-Man. But, these, but this genre has to evolve because it's now becoming too predictable, and if you have a have something that's so too predictable, fans are going to start tapping out. You know, another thing too is, and we've said this so much this year, is for all shows to respect your history. Yeah. Without the history, there would be no damn show right now. You would not have 55 years of General Hospital, 45 years of Young and the Rustlers, how um yeah. you know 30 years of this and and whatnot. You need to kind of respect your history. Like Anthony said, stop recon, redoing storyline. We were there. We remember these things. There's one thing, we may not remember our bank account number, but Lord knows we'll remember if Anna was a virgin or not when she met Robert, okay? I'm just saying. Yes. You know. Thank you. <laughs> you know, like, you just just stop. And this is the final thing, because y'all know I'm always on rant. If you want us to continue to support the show, you need to make sure, and please listen to me, ABC, NBC, and CBS. This is important. <laughs> we've, been, we've been there for you guys when you guys were down and out, when there was times where these shows were almost simple. Okay? Please understand that we're a loyal fan base. So don't screw us over. That's it. And we will get you new, more new fans, <laughs> without a doubt. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to jump on that bandwagon. David, I'm so sorry, oh, Captain, oh, Captain. But the, the words right. are spilling from my mouth. They, they, they can't stay in anymore. Young and the Restless, I will not bash Mal. He gave it his best shot. It did not mm-hmm. play well. But he gave it his best shot. Um. Yeah. He is now gone, so let's mourn. Let's uh, no, no, I'm sorry. Let's 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 go through the five grieving stages processes like tonight. Let's let's buy tomorrow. He's buried. He's gone, and, and let's try to support forward. Having said that, Young and the Restless, 
please take note. No, make a New Year's resolution, no mo comas for 2019. <laughs> oh, <Lord>. No mo comas. <laughs> um, you, towards the end, you pulled back to family values. Uh, or not family yes, values. You pull back to the core family. So my other suggestion to you, and I have made this plenty of times in plenty of spaces, this one being the main space, you need a matriarch. Jill, I would be, honestly, and Beth, I love you, and, I, and I'm choosing you for a secondary read. Jill would be my first choice, but Jill is on a recurring status. Tracy, however, would come back. And Tracy proved her, uh, you know, Beth proved her chops as Chase, as Tracy yet again. Yeah. To the point, I said this somewhere else, yep. and I'm going to say it here. I didn't know her in the 80s. I really, I would turn on Young and the Restless when on a commercial from, uh, I believe it was All My Children. And I was in school, so mm-hmm. this only happened, you know, two consistent months and whenever we were off. So what I got from Young and the Restless was, Oh, Brad Carlton is hot. Oh, I like that Victoria girl. Uh, you know, things like that. Right. I didn't really know these people. Beth made me go back and find out who Tracy was. I went to YouTube. I found out why she won an Emmy. And, you know, so the very, you know, ending of that arc, that storyline, you brought back the family. You, you tore it apart for really no good reason, um, in my opinion. All right, I got something to say to Days of Our Lives. I absolutely love almost everything that you've done. And Greg, please come on our show. Miss Leo, Greg, please come on our show. Please, please, please come on our show. But having said all that, you dismissed a fan favorite for no good reason. Um, maybe it was budget. Maybe it was creative differences. We don't really know why. Um, and it's not, it's, not our, it's not ours to know why, really. But you did it right. ugly. You did it ugly. You could have either given it a, 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 a nice desk, you know, where everybody gets the time, including us. We are your extended family. We need to be able to have a, a, a reason why someone's gone. We need to be able to grieve it. It doesn't have to be a death, but you've got to give it justice. We've watched that person for 30 years. We have loved, hated, and we have gone through everything with that person. Don't just disappear them. It's not right to them, and it's not right to us. Both in the beautiful, y'all already heard what I had to say. You put the foot through the portrait. Good for you. It, it was time to let Stephanie go. I'm not saying never mention her again, but it was time, it was time to, to move forward. My one suggestion, she didn't win her. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, miss. I really am. I wanted you to, to be in, in, in your election. But she didn't win, so bring her back and bring her back yep. as a hurricane. She needs to create damage. And since um, Heather, um, oh my God, my brain is not working tonight. Heather Weber, um, you know, is not working. Oh, oh. Um, since she's not working, bring back sugar. Oh Lord, would we oh, love yeah. sugar? You know yes. what? Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! <laughs> um. You know, General Hospital, y'all all heard what I have to say. Um, 
please, please end these storylines that you have hanging out there and, and, and really kind of write one general canvas umbrella story that offshoots, that all plays together. Six revolving stories don't work. Y'all all know that I am the hugest fan of Miss Kathleen Gaddy. So I'm, as much as I hate, you know, that nobody ever goes to jail, Yo, Dr. O. You know, yeah, one kind of storyline. Nell is coming back. I think that's going to be interesting. You really have a lot of opportunities, General Hospital. You need to just sit down and figure out what's the best one and how do I tune the revolving story under the one umbrella storyline. And having said that, I am going to give kudos and credence to so far they've hit the beat with the Ryan Chamberlain storyline just about as good as they could. And with the Mike storyline, Candace, I just want to say one thing that I disagree. They, them throwing the curveball is something that would happen to a family. These, these little romances yeah. have popped up and people are like, what the oh. hell? Who is this? Why is this happening? So well, I don't think that they Talking about the romance. It wasn't the romance. Oh. It was the whole gangster stuff. Yeah, it was the gangster stuff. Oh, that, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that was, that, I mean, yeah. unless you're going to get Miss Olivia Benson to come from NBC and play out, up, you know, no, there was no reason <laughs> No reason Right. right. That's, the, that's what I was talking about, is that when they do a solid story that's emotional, you know, by gets us to be like, oh, my gosh, like General Hospital, you know, you haven't told a real emotional storyline since da-da-da-da, and then all of a sudden you go ahead and you do this. It's like, you know, like Young and the Russell's with Dina. You need, you know, but, yes. Yeah, you know, the next, and and like Candace said, I got to piggyback on it. The next thing you're going to tell us is is if Maxie has her original heart. You cannot keep going back and recreating something that we all watched, that we we all fell in love with Anna and Robert. You know, now I'm gay. I fell in love with both of them. You know, Candace, you probably only fell in love with Robert. Um, you, you yeah, know. I fell in love with both of them. You, we, like all, yeah. we all saw. We all, we all went through it with you. You can't keep doing this to us. It's not, it's not healthy. For you and for us. Having said that, <laughs> I also want to touch on two more things. This year's Emmy race, in both the male and female category in lead, is going to be so hard. Because uh-huh. every show has phenomenal stand-up. As a power hitter. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um. And then I want to just touch on social media and or our responsibilities going forward. Mm. In, in we've given our playful, I don't think we really dissed anyone hard. Um, you know, there, there, there's two characters, two actresses um, that I can definitely kind of say like, I right, but, you know, I won't because it's the writing that's given to them, I'm pretty sure. And Marcy Miller is a perfect example. Everybody bashed that girl the first couple of months that she was mm-hmm. on. And she was an Emmy lead. Not supporting. Not, not, 
not cute little younger actress. She was up nope. there with Merle West. She was up there with Eileen yeah. Davidson. Okay, Gina. And y'all, y'all would have had her Gina. whips and dips, you know, in the first couple of months. And and I say this in a funny way because I want to illustrate to our listeners, it's not okay. To, and General Hospital is, is doing the storyline. It's not okay to bully anyone anywhere. These actors do not get Teflon Kevlar vests. They do, they do not, they do not not feel it because you're, you know, you're only, you're only thinking of them as their character. Unfortunately, they're still the whole person. Mal Young, as much as we disliked the choices he made, it's not fair was, to bash and abuse him. It's so not fair. And what it does, unfortunately, is it makes the rest of the entertainment community continue to think of us as freaks, geeks, and weeks. Oh, y'all believe in people coming back from the dead. Uh, you can't take you seriously. Well, no, I choose to believe that this person came back from the dead because they gave me an interesting reason. Would it happen in real life? No, but it's great entertainment. You know, Jason yeah. LaFlesha is not coming back 17 times either, so don't talk to me. And you WWE fans, don't talk to me. But when we have, like, children, we give them license to continue to look at us and characterize and interact with us like we're weak-minded individuals. If you present a well-presented argument, you can, you can bash, but bash the true, ba- the true reason. Not a person, not someone's family, no. a, a storyline decision, so on and so forth, but do it intelligently. Do it with a reason and supporting facts to, to support your reason. Now, yo, you was ugly, and that dress you wore was, please, it, it, it doesn't work. And that's my, that's my hope across the board for 2019. Well said. Well said. Um, I got well something said. to pick a bag off real quick because I'm going to flip it. Because in recent <laughs> days, and this is to the soap actors and actors and everything. Listen, you know, like Anthony said, with us soap fans, we're in, in the we're very passionate about this genre. Most of us remember when certain shows were canceled for no apparent reason, and we had to yep. figure out, you know, what to do, how to save our shows. To the actors, please don't get disrespectful with us and tell us to just be a fan because <laughs> which, what you're doing is you're pretty much saying just shut up, you know. Yeah. We live in a world of social media. Everybody knows everything now. I mean, <laughs> it's crazy, you know. We all knew about contract negotiations. We knew about this and that. Go, long ago in the days of uh, pure soap and soap opera digest when you pick it up for the late-breaking news. We now know everything, yep. and we're passionate. We're trying to keep this genre alive so you can have a job. So don't don't come, you know, if we don't come at you negative, don't come at us negative. It's a two-way street. 
respect is the middle ground. You respect us, we respect blank simple. Yeah. Well said, sweetheart. Very well, well said, Candace. Yes, we're, well we're more than fans. We're more than fans. <laughs> when y'all hang those ornaments on the tree every year, days of our lives, we're hanging it with you. In mm-hmm. minds, there's a bull with our name on there. Yeah. You know, my mama's name's on that tree. She watched. My grandma, and you, well, she didn't watch that. She watched Jenna. My grandmother lived in Port Charles for a good portion of her life. That's my world. Yeah. Captain, oh, Captain, how about you? What, what, what's your 2019 wishes? Oh, God. I, you guys, base, you are so eloquent. Um, Thank you. That's for me. one um, I don't get often. <laughs> I get you loud mouth. And you do it with such good humor. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see. Um I don't Um with Y and R don't try and take too many chances. Um stick with what you know. Um, like family. And don't go off the cuff. Follow through on your stories and don't veer off. I.E. J.T. Yeah. Um, I would have liked to see a good domestic violence. What? Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. I would have liked to see that follow through uh, and, uh, but, you know, like you said, we're not going to – I give Mal credit for taking chances and putting his mark on it, but in the end, it's the numbers. Mhm. Yeah, and the numbers equal us. You've heard us. You've heard us. Um, bring some of – Listen to us um, about our fan favorites. Um, if there's a possible way to bring them back, please do. Um, I am missing. I am missing my fan favorites on Y and R. I just um, heard of Jill and and she said she'll work. You know, I'm sure yep, I most saw that. of these actors and actresses will will work. They may not work on contracts anymore, but they'll work. Now, you got Beth Maitland, who will work on contracts. So please hear right. us. Yeah. yeah. But make sure you yeah. got a story for them and not just put them on. I think yeah. that's no. a big yeah. thing. And don't bring them back unless there's a reason. To now, Kelly might be a reason, so right. I'm going to kind of hang back a little bit with that, even though I bashed it in the beginning. Don't bring them back. Mm-hmm. It's so completely different from who they were. You know, Lucy Cole, no. who was one of my all-time favorite soap opera characters, she was the slutty librarian. She wanted her man, and she got her man. Then she wanted Alan, and she A couple of times. Oh, right? <laughs> you, you know, you have turned Lucy – I still love her because I can't not love her. But you've turned her into the, the, the human version of her duck. She's not Lucy that we know. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and I think I think Ryan might have cooked her duck. By the way, that's the un, that's the unmurder we haven't heard about yet. But I, I digress. When you do when you do do this and bring them back, don't Billy came back on that day. one thing I can say about Days of Our Lives. Billy came back and it was like, who the hell is this? And it was Lizarreno, the original Billy. I mean, and her lips. You know, I think I think it was really the lips that came on. They destroyed Lisa with her, with them. But you, you bring back characters, and then they're nothing like what we what we connected with. So please yeah. take note to that too. Keep them true to form, their original form, or have a damn good reason why they're not their original form. Yeah, I mean, right. I'd love to see Summer come back as corporate lawyer and and so on and so forth. But there's a big reason for her change, and then she slipped back into sugar. We know, you know. I mean, that I could roll with. You know, in in the real world, she'd never be a corporate lawyer. But I'll suspend that disbelief for a good story. Right. You know, and every other soul, please take note. You the redemption. Of a of a hardcore character, General Hospital's not is do, be doing not too bad with Ava. Though, I gotta say, they they really give us every beat with Ava. They don't have a tumor. Thank God, he doesn't have a tumor. In oh. Cameron, but the redemption of a character, um, Days of Our Lives, hands down, we've been, hands down. Yeah. You know, they didn't they didn't <laughs> try to force the tumor down our throat. They didn't. They let us. They let us decide we wanted it and gave us just a, a, a few beats to play off of, and it worked brilliantly, brilliantly. We don't have to have, you know, the aliens came down and transplanted this Anna with that Anna and Anna's long-lost sister. I mean, I liked I, – they could have done so much with Alex. I like the idea that they, <laughs> of what they could have done. Dr. Obrecht with Anna. Hey, hey, I mean, there's, been, there's been 30 different Annas. Anna's been, Holly was Anna at one point back in the day. You know, you don't always have to have the grand dramatic, um, sometimes less is more. And like my grandmother always said, kiss baby, keep it simple, stupid. Keep it simple, <laughs> stupid. Well, what I like about these is their, um, the plot lines are, are relevant to, to issues in society today, mental health. They touched a little bit on Alzheimer's. The storyline with Sonny and Will, they do touch on um, touchy subjects. And that's what I like. That's what I like about Dave. Real quick, I didn't like to see Paul go. I understood. No. I, I understood no. across the board why, why it happened. But, girl, I would have hopped in the limo with that boy that picked him up. Another, like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> they're playing. They're playing to their fans on on every level. Yeah. On every level, mm-hmm. you know. And the G, the JJ thing from last year spilled so far through this year. They really knew how to pace and how to time. You know, we're getting spoiler alert. We're getting Jack. Dever- I don't think anybody's going to be shocked. We're getting Jack Devereaux back this week. <gasps> um, no. Yep. Wait, yeah. what? No. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. I can't believe it. Oh, my God. Serious? Wow. Oh, my God. But okay, that, that was be- my acting reel. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Lawrence, and, Lawrence and Carla, did you hear that, girl? Uh, anyway. Um, they, 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 
you know, perfectly kind of. We're losing Tyler Christopher, and I'm really upset. Did everyone see um, when he found out that the baby wasn't his this week? <laughs> yeah. I oh. hate it. Mm. I'm sorry. Mm. Were you starting to feel sorry? Were you starting to feel mm. sorry for someone? I feel sorry for sure. <laughs> 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 I'm uh, hands down. I fell in love with Tyler Christopher, aka Nicholas. I, I mean, literally, I fell in love with that boy. And he was gonna marry Brenda in real life. Um, uh, Vanessa Marcel, if y'all know, he was married to Yvonne. I mean, you know, I, 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 I stalked. I basically stalked him. However, he has the chops to, he's an actor. You know, okay. And one more thing, Jace, y'all, y'all got rid of Bernie Zatello. Y'all at home, man. What was um, wrong with you people? You, yeah, you know. Are you coming back? Okay. <laughs> My news is, yeah. okay, I did not hear that. All right. But no, yeah. okay, so, Tyler Christopher is an actor, is the actor. Um, But they did not give him they did not give him no. material to play until no. it, until the end here. And yeah. unfortunately, what happens in his personal life, you know, I hope yeah. Brendan Barash brings it like I know he can. I remember him sitting with um whatever Lula Berman, Julie Berman, yeah. on the piano. Do you remember when they were on the piano and you just couldn't help but fall in love with his boy? Yeah. He he had every piece. The vulnerability. He had the the bad boy. You he was a bad boy. But when he fell, he when he when he let go, you there was not an unbelievable moment in it. Towards the end, when Claudia was his mother and he was sleeping with Carly and sleeping, I mean, that wasn't him. That was some writing that was just okay. What the yeah, hell did you do here? The boy can act, so I have a feeling if they give. Him, if they continue to play what they're playing right now with Tyler Christopher, then he's got a shot. And I've said it from the beginning. This character needs to be there. There needs to be a Stefano replacement. And Andre yeah. just wasn't yeah. it. Um, yeah. You know, and he and I, you know, what uh, what happened with that EJ? I am not entirely sure. And I'm just going to leave it floating that it was, it really was our EJ. Um, but, you know, yeah. we don't. We don't have EJ to step in to Stefano's shoes, and nobody will accept Chad. So the only thing you could do was bring on another kid, and that is so believable. They, that man had kids in every country on this planet. There are yeah, other demerits out there, believe you me. So, so now the, you know, the, rumor, the, the rumor has it that Tyler Christopher, he chose to leave, correct? Is that He, he had a personal – he had a personal – As a person. Fan. Thing going wow. on, yeah. yeah. Okay. He had to take okay. care of a personal matter. Yep. Okay. So the rumor I hear is no. They're oh, they're okay. very happy with where the character's going now. Well, but that doesn't mm-hmm. mean anything. That that mm-hmm. doesn't mean anything on any soap. That could change. That could change. Yeah. Right. Yep. There's this. It, that's true. Yup. He he announced that on Instagram. Cause that, see, that's why I said social media. We find out stuff before the the magazines. But yeah, he he announced that um him and Bradley Bell. I'm gonna quote this. 
they, you know, came to good terms. You know, there's always a chance for him to come back, but his last film date is in January. You're talking Ingo. I'm going to be good. Ingo, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to be a good fan. I'm going to be a good fan. Anthony's looking at me. Anthony's trying to come into my brain. I am, girl. You got absolutely right. You you know what? I like Ingo. I've liked him since GH, Titans, you know, he was not – I think I echo so many people. He wasn't a good fit over on Boulder before as one. If he was nope. another character, then yes. Oh but God, he was yeah. Thorne Forster. And we all know Thorne. You know, we understand what Bolt had to do and whatnot. We get it. But this was stunt casting. We all know Bingo. Yep. And, yeah, some fans would follow him to another show to see what he could bring. But this didn't work out. The story wasn't there. So, you know, Bolt, I'm going to so say So maybe this. he knew Don't it, too. Be like... I oh, think he, he I think, I want to yeah. say, yeah, he did. Um, the thing is, is that, Bolt, don't be like another show and do stunt casting. i never known you to do that. Um, you know, so, you know, just wrap up the Storm storyline, you know, <sighs> And just like get, I, I called it, I said 2019, you know, Don Diamant will be celebrating 10 years on Bold and Beautiful. You're going to have Bill and Katie in each other's orbit. You might as well just go ahead and start playing the beats. Uh-huh. And, GH, yeah. and GH fans, because Lord knows, on Saturday when I saw this, I was like, here we go. General Hospital fans, I love you guys, but not right now for Jasper Jackson's return. No, this exactly. is not the general hospital. I want him to come back to. Exactly. I'm sorry, they already ruined the character, you know, beforehand when he was on there. They ruined Jasper Jacks for me, and it pained me. Did y'all see the Christmas episode on Monday? Uh huh. No, I missed it. It pained me. When I say pained me, it pained me to see how general hospital has shifted. How Jacks has shifted. I was mostly watching Jax. I'm like, oh, my God, I remember when Jax was like this. Oh, my God. And then to know what they did to Jasper Jax is a crime. So, Ingo, enjoy yourself in, in, in Hawaii with your family. We'll miss you. And we can't wait to see you on another project again. You know, I'd like to ask you guys, because I definitely have mine, who are your standout performers of anybody <gasps> and your standout newcomers? Oh, you want? All right. Oh. Can I take this one? Yeah, take yeah. it, please. Yeah. All right. Candace, you might agree with me, but I definitely love Sarah Horton. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yup, 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 yup. The train's rolling. Woo, woo. Gaze did. Gaze scored. Uh, she is. It is so nice to see her on. I remember when she, I was watching when Maggie gave birth to her. I actually remember <laughs> that period too. Yes. I don't. <laughs> Come on, David, give us a few more, because then we're going to go to Candace and Carolyn. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, my 
Okay, let me see. Um, well, you know who is standing out as I'm going to say at YNR right now, I'm going to say Michael Mueller. Yeah. Yeah. He okay. is, um, he's actually, he's actually batting, uh, pretty good. Yeah. And I think he's, I think he's doing the Abbots, um, real well. Yeah. So he's, uh, GH, about, I, it's a little calm, but right now, I have to say, I like Willow. Oh. And where this is the leading. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do I like storyline, but I don't like her. I'm sorry. Go ahead. But I like I like where it's going. Um. Um. That that's it. I mean, she's sweet. But I'm Ain't I'm better interested to say where who who could you bring on? Do you have someone in place of her that you? Might be better. Well, I mean, honestly, I, she's I, already been I, on yeah. the show, but I would have loved to see Brie, Brie Williamson come in, um, in that kind of role. Or uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of veterans there. What I meant was, um, you know, longtime players who who's standing out for you. You don't have to give us every show if you don't want to. But what what performance this year has really stood out for you? What performance really stood out to me? Mm-hmm. Uh, Chloe Lanier's okay stood out in GH for this summer, um, and Chad Duell. All fans really fans, came out. Fans? Chad really came out this summer with that whole uh, Nell Sting story. Okay. Um, let me see. Um, Mora just took it to work and back. Um, you can't just... Girl, she called on enough. Jupiter and came back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's not, there's not enough you can say about Mora West. Um. And honorable and mention, Jeannie, I'm sorry, honorable mention to, yep. to John Lindstrom. The, you know, oh, and kudos, yeah, kudos to GH for that stunt pairing because you know I remember them on on Another World, um, you know, well, and, and I remember uh, I, I had to work on sorry, yeah, um, I, that wasn't my primary show. That was another one that I turned to commercials. But a lot of times on that show, I, I stayed too long and I missed things on my show. Um, mm-hmm. you know, but yeah, yeah. Um, kudos to GH for that one stunt pairing because y'all just y'all are raking in the money with that one. You know, a famous yeah, movie it. once said, "Show me the money. We want to see a little bit more before y'all capture Ryan as Ryan." Bad. Yeah, uh, that's true. And on the uh, on any other shows, any other standout performers this year? Probably, I'd say Stacy Haduk. Thank you. As thank you. Hyundai's as Kristen. All right, Carolyn, we'll we'll let you go next. Um, it's been it's been a while since we heard yeah. you. 
Your beautiful voice. What what stood out for you? Newcomer and veteran performer this year. Um, newcomer Sierra. I okay. think she's doing a, mm-hmm. a fabulous job, and she's standing mm-hmm. up to to hope. Um, she's feisty, um, and mm. I, 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 there's something about her that, that I don't like, but there's something about her that I really like. Um, <laughs> as, a new, as a newcomer, as a as a newcomer, it, it's not not an easy role for her um, to jump into. Um, the veteran one on there, Kate. Kate, I think she's been. <laughs> Kate, Lauren Cosmo, good for you. Okay. Yes, 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 yes. I think Candy she's, um... girl. <laughs> it's your turn. Oh God, why me? <laughs> okay. All right, all right. Okay. Best newcomer, I I give it three way tie to Victoria Place, Claire, Lindsay Goffrey, Sarah Horton, and to um. To Michael, oh yeah, Kyle, and also the young actor who plays Cameron on General Hospital. That's my pick. They, oh, God. yes. Yeah, they they just really like brought their A game, and it feels like they've been a part of this show for a long time. You know, like it doesn't feel like oh, you just started last week. What? What? Huh? Okay. Um, you guys said about John Lestrom, twenty five years on General Hospital, he's getting his dues now. Mara West, what the hell can I say, Mara West? Like seriously, um, damn y'all, um, y'all know I'm about to go down the list. Eileen Davison, mm-hmm. what can you say about Eileen Davison that has never been said? Except mm-hmm. for she is the goddess of daytime. She took, you know, many fans felt though she this story was was crazy, but true Young and Russell fans know that this was the ultimate payoff. The the uh-huh. emotions, the the history, and also credit to Peter Bergman because you can't have one good scene partner without another. So yeah, so Eileen and Peter, yeah, Drake Holgerson, him sitting okay. and pleading with Marlena. Okay. This is it. Oh man, so many good people: Michelle Morgan, Brighton James, Greg Vaughn, Haley Aaron. It was this was a year, even though the shows, some of them weren't the best best like as far but as like two thousand eighteen. But they shine brighter like a diamond and damn, like it was so many I, Jason Thompson, Eric Eric Braden, Melanie Thomas Scott, they're the true royalty of Young and Rockless. Uh-huh. So yeah, I had a hard time picking. Uh-huh. Just, yeah. <laughs> it is hard. Everybody gets it at me. Oh <laughs> All right. Well I'm gonna start with the bulls and the beautiful. Um because I have to, I do have to say, I've always fluctuated back and forth with love and not just interest, but like what with Katie. Part of me never understood really the 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 amount of love, the the amount of Emmys. Um, you know, they gave her a couple of moments this year where. I said, you know, okay. And that's the problem. They've never really written Katie consistently. So when she has the moments, it's like, damn, damn, damn. But then you look at her every day, and unfortunately, those moments are dull, you know. So, but I, I really did kind of pay attention to her. 
and and from me on on Bold and the Beautiful, she's definitely the standout veteran performer for me this year. With the with the runner up being Catherine Kelly Lang. I, I mean, Eric's just Eric is just Eric always. So I'm not disrespecting him, but Catherine Kelly, you know, it's got to be amazingly hard to play a character for 20, 30 years, and and for it to still kind of um, ring. Ring, yeah. So those are my two veterans. Um, as far as the newcomers are concerned, you know, she was already mentioned before by my kids girl over there. I think, you know, the potential has already been shown. So now, you know, I'm, I'm ready for the cuckoo train. Woo, woo. <laughs> um, Young and the Restless, y- y'all all said it, and, and Eileen Davidson, absolutely. Um, I would like to... Give an honorable mention that y'all are all going to find very surprising. And, you know, the person's gone already. But um, I, I agree with Michelle Morgan. You know, they didn't give, they, they didn't give us the storyline we wanted. And that's okay because we're not always going to get the storyline we wanted. She did what she did with it. And, and that, you know, girl, I would not be surprised to find her on primetime soon. Um, mm-hmm. But I want to give an honorable mention to uh, Chelsea, a.k.a. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, Melissa Clary, thank you. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. she really didn't have the best material to play with the last two years. Um, but, the, you know, the, again, in, in dullness, you know, when you see a light, it's that time, it's, you know, it's not much brighter. Um, okay, these of our lives. Um, my standout, for sure, um, I think it's a pairing. You know, the Freddie Smith guy, um, a Chandler Massey pairing, just lights. Um, you know, with, with Guy, with the other Will, it was, it was still, you know, and, and of course my flame burns bright, so I am slightly biased, but <laughs> um, Dave gave it everything. And so what was already there was so highlighted. Um, I, I honorable mention, I'll give an honorable mention to Drake Holston too, because I really didn't, I, it didn't resonate in my head long lasting. Stacey Haddock, there's just nothing that can be said that would, you stepped into, I, honey, please, somebody forward this to her. You stepped into the mm-hmm. goddess's shoes, and in five minutes, I didn't wonder where Eileen was. In ten yep. minutes, I didn't care if Eileen ever came back and Eileen, please do come back someday if Stacy won't. But, um, you know, you took Susan and Kristen and it was, they were slightly different. They were your versions of master of, of two masterful characters. Mm-hmm. Honorable mention mm-hmm. to Victor. Um, honorable mention to Victor because they really don't give him material to any good material to play with anymore either. And he's made the most of what they've given him. And, um, oh, my God, there was one more. Uh, uh, Bonnie, Adrian. Um, oh, yeah, Judy Evans. Yeah, Joe, Judy Evans, thank you, because I was saying Taylor in my head. Um, Judy Evans, too. You know, I don't really want to see any more Bonnie, unfortunately. You know, I think that's played itself out. However, you know, Adrian is a core character, and there's definitely a lot more that can be done with her. And even if you don't, shout out, girl, Judy. You did some good damn work this year. General, general, general. It's so hard for me to pick. I got to go with 
with Nell, that that block of that block of final performance that y'all gave us the biggest red herring ever. We you know we all knew, or, or, or those of us in the soap kind of know knew this mm-hmm. wasn't a real exit. Um, but okay, we went with it, and and uh, Chloe, uh, Chloe she, <laughs> sweetheart. Girl, I will not be surprised to find you, you know, acting against Juliana Moore someday. I really won't. Um, you know, she does have it, and, and I stuck with it. I have said it from the beginning. They did not give her what she should have been given to play with, and then when they gave it to her, oh, girl, a, a triple late. court, gold. I'm not a sports person, but, you know, like fumble yeah. or whatever. Whatever wins the game, she did it. Um, I disagree with Chadul. I, I don't think he's broken out, um, unfortunately. I don't think he's broken out of of that that clay mold that, that they cast him in. He just, you know, chip, 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 you know, little, little they, finger pop yeah, out here. Just for that time, just for that time no. alone, I think, I think they should work more with him with that. But yeah, just absolutely. for that alone. Absolutely. Yeah. He's um, an Emmy yeah, Award winner. I, I have said a thousand, thousand times, and I will continue saying this more or less. Um, you know, the, the heavy hitters, unfortunately, were given sidebar material. You know, Sonny wasn't given anything real to play with. Um, you know, it's not real. I, I, let me re- rephrase that. Sonny wasn't given anything monomatic to play with. Laura Wright wasn't given anything monomatic to play with. Um, the Ferncliff storyline really showcased the best of what she does, but it, it wasn't strong. Um, you know, uh, Nancy the Grand Man, y- y'all are just wasting some talent there. Y- mm-hmm. you know, y'all, y'all are just wasting some talent. A biggest soap fumble in not only this year, but in the last five years is, is um, Jimmy DePaiva. Y'all brought on Matt <laughs> freaking Holden. You know, and from I don't see as well as I used to, but from what I'm told, for his age, he's still, you know, like, ooh, I he's put him in the shower material. Um, so you got a good-looking man who has, who has the chops to carry off, you know, rescuing the woman from a waterfall, aliens, fiance, you know, he's, he can play anything you give him. What to do? He's a flopper. Could have been Jeff Weber. Oh. Yes. You know, unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, it's hard to pick a standout in, you know, besides Mora. I'm sorry, Mora just absolutely, but it's hard to pick a standout in, in, in a swamp. And, and Gene's right now, you know, you have the perfect opportunity to weed the cast out. And we don't want to see anyone go. Even even Kiki, I, I don't mourn her very much because I don't think it was a, a very strong character towards the end. But, you know, yeah, Jennifer has the opportunity to bing, bang, boom. You know, if you're going to do a serial killer storyline in this day and age, it's time to really do it. It's time to really, you know, I, I, and honestly, this is this would be some funky up scene, but having Brian and Ava throw it down at a murder scene would shock the world. It would have thousands of viewers coming to GH. You know, y'all don't want to see any specific characters go, but I'm just going to say let's pretend for a moment 
his next victim, well, we know, you know, it's probably that little man that's making the movie, but let's pretend for, you know, not Olivia, I won't, I won't make Andy cry. Let's pretend it's Lulu. Let's pretend it's Lulu for a second. You need to have, you need to have him chase her all over the haunted star. She needs to almost get away from him like three or four times, crying, pleading, begging, crying out to Dante, the whole nine yards, and then not gore. We don't want to see, you know, we don't need to see CSI, but we need to see right. if you're going to do serial killer, do it. Mary Pat's head in, in, in the apples, you know, kudos. I, I'm sorry, but kudos. The whole, like, creepy, you know, he had the wire on the, you, you really did hit the beats, but you, that can't be the best of the storyline. It just can't. You didn't, we didn't see Kiki. We all know what happened, but we didn't see right. You redeemed yourself, though, yeah. by having her in that body bag scene. I know, saying a thousand times. I'm just going to continue going back to Miss Moore West, honey. <laughs> that, was the, that was the scene to be. Wait, yeah. can't you do Griffin? Couldn't you, like, have said Griffin? Because at least with Griffin, I had that whole story, like, that whole scene oh. already up in my head. Candace, what I I'm had, trying to I, say is they, they need to do, like, five, six, seven more in a bang, bang, rapid succession. And, you know, and do it real. You know, Griffin's yeah. on my list. Griffin's on my list. There's too many characters on canvas. There's too much. There's too many revolving little stories that don't really mean anything, but then come back and mean something, but then don't mean anything. Oh, and by the way, Mary, Liz, and Franco, let them get married. And kudos to you for giving Elizabeth real kids. Y'all took them out of Nana's attic. They had been up in that attic. I was hearing the music. Oh, man, I was worried. I was worried. They were up in that attic for a long time. They finally brought them kids down, and they gave her real kids. Thank you, GH. Mm -hmm. That's one another bright spot. The boy who plays Cameron, whatever your name is, I, I'm not creepy in love well, with you. I'm not, not like yeah. want to be with you or anything, but I absolutely love you. You brought vulnerability. You were a little prick the first couple of, you know, beats <laughs> that you played. But when you brought the vulnerability, when you brought, like, kudos, you, Jake, you hit the mark with that one, too. Um, and, well, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm done. Gonna, I, yeah. It was a good year. Hey. By the way, real quick, now that you did let Nana release her kids from the attic, um, you know, we all have been screaming at you, begging you to, to, to bring us her daddy. I don't know why most of us don't care about her mama. Um, there's probably a reason that I'm not remembering. Because <clears throat> we never but, knew who her mother was, but we knew her daddy was. Yeah, that's right. That's why I don't care about her because yeah. we didn't know. You're right. You know, um, you did you did another really good shining spot, by the way, GH. The Maurice Bernard episode. I did not agree with the theme of what you presented to us for the episode. I think, personally, the fans would have really liked you to see you tell us for once, for one time at least, that it's not better or just as okay to be in the mob. For once, we would have liked to see, you know what, we recognize this lifestyle is not the lifestyle to be in. Having said that, the episode itself, yo, if I was Dante, I would have come back to play that too. Um, 
Monica, 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 Monica needs that. And if you're going to do it, that's the way to bring back Jeff Weber. She sees him and boom, suddenly goes into a flashback, but not a real flash, like maybe one flashback of, you know, the real uh, MacGyver, you know, bubblegum guy. Yeah, Richard Dean Anderson, yeah. And Rick, and Rick Weber too, that crazy bastard. Give us a real flashback of what they look like. If you want to, that's fine. Um, But then give us the same thing, the fantasy of what would it have been if she had, if she had won him and stayed with him and never been a quarter man. Oh. Oh. Oh, a what if for Monica? That would have been nice. That would have been nice for their anniversary episode for her anniversary show, but I'm not going to be better anymore. I'm not going to be better. I've learned how to control that. Mm. Oh, and a quick, not a quick honorable mention too to Peggy McKay. That's her name, right? Who stood in for um? Yes. Monica. You know, <laughs> there, there, like nobody could have come in and played Erica Kane for a couple of days. Nobody can come in and play Sunny for a couple of days. And and really, honestly, it's real hard to come in and play Monica. And and she didn't try to be Leslie Charleston, but it was it was oh okay. oh oh you're talking funny. about who subbed for well, Leslie um, while she was out um this summer yeah I think who was her oh, name? I'm trying, Patty McCormick Patty McCormick. I'm sorry. Oh my God, Miss Peggy, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm, the I'm still Rupert. waiting for the episode. <laughs> I'm waiting yeah. for your episode. I'm so sorry. Yeah. No. Um, You're forgiven. Oh my God. You're forgiven. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. And honestly, forgot. Oh, honestly, real quick, one more honorable mention shout out. I'm going honorable mention <laughs> shout out to, to Miss whatever her name was that played Mary Pat. Uh, Girl, I hope you show up on another one of our. You know what? Go to bowls. Come in with Sheila. Do a buddy crazy yeah. team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I thought you were going to give an honorable mention to earlier this year on General Hospital with Nathan's funeral with Christmas with Kirsten Storms and the surprise Wasn't that of Georgie. Wasn't that before? Nope. No, that was January. Nope, that was oh, this okay. year. Yeah. Oh, then yeah, absolutely. Oh, oh my God, absolutely. That's what I said. Oh my God, yeah, absolutely. I, yeah, yeah, I do. That's something that I think I'm messing with Kirsten because she's an unsung hero. That that's why I said this year's soaps there was a lot of unsung heroes, Greg Vaughn included, and yeah. the stories were popping, but then somehow it got overshadowed. So yeah. Oh, and Here's honorable right. mention to Roxy the Lizard. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And Mr. Teddy Danny. Bear or Young and the Rockless. Oh my God, yeah. And the portrait. And the portrait. You know, that could be a category. Yeah. The lizard, the teddy bear, the portrait. Who's going to win? And, right, and, and Stephano's portrait. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. You know, they should, yeah. you guys, you know, there's so many marketing ideas, you people, that could, they could make our genre so much better. Daytime Emmy, <laughs> if anyone from there is listening, make a special category to the best soap pop prop this year. And here's another one. The best talked about but not ever shown soap location. Yes. I.e. Grandmother Orchard's house. I want to see what her attic looked like. Where were those poor boys locked up in? You know, but no, the Cassidy house in Greek, in Greek village. 
over in Greece. Yes. The captain of the Yup. Yeah. The launch yep. itself. I want to know what the launch actually looks like. I picture like one of them little Coast Guard cutters, you know, with all the rubber around it, and they gotta like hang on to the, you know, to the metal. What does the launch actually look like? We never see. I want to see. I want to see the Newman um, jet. I've always wanted to see the Newman jet. I've never seen it. Yes, Mm. there's so many, really, if you think about it. Mm Mm-hmm. I like Mm. to see. Let me see. Yeah. I just thought about that. Like, have we ever seen the plane? What about if we get Steve Weber out of jail? Oh, he's too many costumes already. For what purpose? Wait. Other than we got Sean. Wait, we got we got a list of people that needs to come out of jail in General Hospital. Stephen Lars, Sean. Who else went to jail? Um, no. I forgot the person. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, there's a couple of people. Only yeah. to give Elizabeth some family. Well, we got Hayden, who... Yeah. <laughs> I have a funny she's feeling a, next year she's, she's coming back, though. Mm-hmm. Hey, too. And she come over with a bouncy baby boy. Let's see. Two sisters, Sarah, Sarah Weber... And um, Hayden, a brother, who else? A mother, her father, and that guy Anthony. that she used to ha- that she used to be in love with when she was a teenager, and has a child by him. I can't think of his name because they totally ruined his character too in General Hospital. Yeah, yeah, I, I you know I. General Hospital, you know, guys, the last the last 15 years, you give us moments, man. Emily and Nicholas was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I, 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 mm-hmm. Emily and Nicholas, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then again, you now see a lot of people disagree with me this, too. There was a point where they, where they played with us, and we might have seen Carly and Nicholas get together. We almost saw it. That was such a hot <laughs> chemistry. Now they played with Emily, Emily and and Sonny. <laughs> like, uh, it, yeah. Okay. Uh, now, when you brought Natalia back, um, you had the opportunity. You, you botched it. It just wasn't a character. But then you gave us that little jolt at the very end of her run. They brought back Zanza. You know, they brought the actor back and played with it. Oh man! I was the happiest girl that day. I, I I went through I went through a pair of underwear a, a whole box of Kleenex <laughs> I went through everything that day yeah because I didn't even know that we was going to happen we could do a whole show just on these tidbits yeah <laughs> yeah I know unfortunately we got a wrap in a few so we've got about what two or three minutes left yeah thank you let me check. I haven't been on the clock, so. Yeah, we do. Yep. Couple well, more minutes. It's fun. You know. It is fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I saw Emma today, by the way. I don't know if any of you guys saw today's episode. Yeah. Anything. I did. Um, yeah. I'm I'm a little shocked. She, she you know, hasn't been gone that long. Um, but she's a teenager now. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he's, I'm sorry, because it's just, these thoughts just keep coming to me. And, and there's many things I've wanted to say to GH. And again, I've been with you since I'm three years old, so I'm not hating on you. But you cannot have people that were born in the same year, some of them being like fifth grade, and some of them be, be buying pot and about to graduate from high school. Well, Kim, well, Kim you had should have been already aged, though. He should have been with Molly and TJ and Kiki, if we're going to be exactly. honest Exactly. Yeah, but so. that was already botched. But you can't have Spencer come I back know. from, you know, that he was once, he was her boyfriend. Cute little, like, you know, puppy love. It wasn't real. But yeah, that yeah. Ever. be like your mommy, <laughs> older, younger woman, older man. Get it now, Ever. Y'all ain't Ever Drake. Yeah, that's my girl. I mean, if you want to say that Dr. O made some kind of weird serum and nobody noticed, you could do nah, that. I wouldn't even believe that either. Nope, nope, nope. No, no, no. Yeah. Final thoughts? Younger okay, Russell. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead, Candace. Now I was going to say, Younger Rossless, I love you. You know that. I've been with you since my mama said, Candace, shut up. Victor Newman's talking. Treat <laughs> the show like you treat your children. Precious, and you want to do right. You heard a lot of fans this year. It's time to make up. We'll, we'll, we'll forgive. We're forgiving base. You know this. Stick with the vet. Bring back characters that have stories. Indulge us and give us more shirtless cow. Mm. <laughs> mm. All right. Final thoughts. You're yep, all go. you're all you're all hitting beats. Take a look. Yeah. I'm sorry, but I'm gonna say it. Take a look at days and turn your beats into moments, into storylines. Candace, uh McCarolyn? Well, this was a, <laughs> a wonderful show. We work great as a team. This is a great way to end the year. Mm-hmm. It's been a blast. Mm-hmm. It's been a blast. Yeah, it's been a great, great year, and lots of lots of good things happening with the soaps. And we're 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 hanging in there, and we're doing our best to keep them alive. Mm-hmm. Captain, oh, captain, minute and a half. I'm gonna say. Just ship your show. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And so let's say good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Thanks for calling call us for coming. Yes. <laughs> everybody go check out Wedlock. Leave yeah. the feedback. Leave yeah. comments yep. on the episodes, too, because they get money to produce. Oh, he yep. doesn't put that music on while I'm talking. We need to be back. Thing.